uh, all right, you guys have seen all this controversy about AI, like art and and the the chatbots and shit like that. Uh, oh yeah, every single one of those companies is funded by FTX too. Super <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah. They were like, yeah, we couldn't make any of our investment at all, and they were investing in all the companies that were like, make a virtual monkey in your. Room. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can buy a version of that chicken you used to be able to torture on the Burger King website. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what if you had glasses that made uh, virtual buddy real? <laughs> And you can still dress him up like John Kerry and throw bombs at him. Oh, yeah. That would be nice. I would really like that if Google Glass was still around. No, yeah, don't worry. FTX spent $32 yeah. billion dollars <laughs> betting on that. Well, do you guys get those? This might be funded by FTX, too. Do you guys get those ads on, like, Instagram replica? where it's like, yes, replica. Oh, yeah. They're like, you can chat with an NSFW bot and she'll send you pics. Yeah, yeah they're like, you level it up and then it will send you <laughs> auto-generated nudes. I love the idea of like some guy spending 100 hours talking to a robot for it to create him a picture of a woman with four vaginas on accident. 6,000 fingers. You know, because that AI art's always just fucked up it's, in yeah, some way. Yeah. It's always fucked so. What I've what I've uh, read is that like the, it just like keeps feeding. It's learning off of itself now, so it's fucking dog shit. It's just gonna keep getting worse and worse and worse. Which you know, if you ever see anything, they fuck up hands so badly. Everybody has like oh, nineteen yeah. fingers. I love that shit. <laughs> but uh, I bring up the replica thing because it's a it's one of the one of the chat ones. And you guys have both seen Blade Runner, right? Ah, uh, yeah, no. classic. And you, you haven't. I think I fell asleep when we watched it. <laughs> but you do you know the basic premise? I get the gist of it. There's synths and you can ask them a series of questions that they'll answer really weird because they're AI. Uh-huh. Somebody in a one of these chatbot uh box uh asks the AI like the the question from Blade Runner that you come across a turtle laying on its back in the sun struggling to flip itself the right way up. It's baking in the sun. Do you reach down and flip it over? The AI says it is generally not a good idea to interfere with wild animals, even if it seems like they need help. In this case, it is best to leave the turtle alone and let it figure out how to flip itself over. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you flipping the turtle? <laughs> Fucking incredible, man. They just got this shit right like 50 years ago. Or however long they that knew. movie came out. Listeners, if you uh, if you ever see a horseshoe crab baking in the sun in this manner, <laughs> make sure you flip it by the sides of its shell and not by its tail. Because mm. you risk pulling off the tail, which is how it, you know, steers itself around. <laughs> you don't want to remove the rudder of the it's of the horseshoe crab. Literally, it's rudder. It's called its telson. <laughs> okay. And you want to make sure. Welcome back to Boomer Death Squad, the number one assumed identity podcast on the left. <laughs> I am your host, H.W. Joe. Uh, I am. I got my social security number stolen like six months ago, Danny. Oh yeah, you did. That was funny. That sucked. That was funny for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Matthew North. 
Folks, um, viewers at home, how many times has this happened to you? Mm -hmm. You adopt an entirely fake persona and become a governing member (laughs) of the United States uh, ruling class. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming all the time. I assume all (laughs) these people are fake. I assume Shahid Buttar is actually Nancy Pelosi in a wig. (laughs) (laughs) That would actually make the most sense with his connections to, like, you uh, you know, deep state big tech shit. Yeah. I just, no, dude, I'm a real leftist. I just did a protest in favor of Apple. (laughs) She herself fell into the liberal DID conspiracy to create more voters. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, So everybody's lied on their resume, right? Am I right? Uh, Yes, I always lie on my resume. To apply to be a grave digger or whatever <laughs> shitty job we can afford to get right now. I think if you're exactly. a grave digger, you get to live at the cemetery. <laughs> like get a mausoleum. For, like for yeah, we free, need to make like, Snapchat or Instagram reel style uh, clips like life hacks with Matt. If you're a grave digger, you get to live at the cemetery. <laughs> you get to grow a hunchback and ring a big bell in a tower. Dude, you dude, when I was when I was a, a, like a child, you know, maybe three or four, I saw that movie and I I didn't get that he was deformed, and I was just like, bro, I want to be a hunchback when I grow up because I thought you got to live in an attic and like swing around on shit. Fantastic. <laughs> maybe cut that, but that's real. No, keep it for sure. <laughs> no, definitely keep that. Uh, all right. Well, let's get into it, boys. There's a fake <laughs> member of the government. There is... Okay. So, I know that last week I said that we were done with the midterms and that we were moving ahead to the More primaries. More like the midterms. More like the midterms. But, apparently, uh, this, this just dropped on Twitter, on Elon Musk's Twitter. Uh, there is a... Uh, one of the guys in New York who... I, I, I don't know if it's the, the house or the state house... No, it's the real house. Okay. This is one of those no-chill, ho-chill lost seats. <laughs> right, right, right. I think that the Democrats, uh, there was a, a Democratic incumbent, and he opted to not uh, run again. He just gave up? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it might be one of the things where his district got redrawn just like 20 points more Republican. He was like, you know, fuck you. <laughs> I, I fucking quit. Yeah, yeah. I well, did there's... five years. I, I get health care for life. Goodbye. Yeah. Uh, so, alright, I, I, I won't lie here. I tried my fucking hardest to bypass the New York Times paywall, but they offered me a month's subscription for $4, and I really wanted to read the article. I got that email today, man, and I thought we were being scammed. <laughs> I was like, there's no fucking way we're paying yeah. for the New York Times. Well, okay, the company, okay, is paying for the New York Times. It's a company subscription to the Times, yeah, okay? Yeah, the LLC. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I took the user, I took, like, the new subscriber uh, su- survey or whatever, and I put that I want to read it for my podcast. I want to read it? Yeah, this is... It's actually being rented by Peter Akimoto Enterprises, the uh, holding company of Boomer Death Squad. <laughs> uh, all right, so 
Like I said, we got a New York Times article this week, folks. Uh, it's, it's called, Who is Representative-Elect George Santos? His resume may be largely fiction. <laughs> 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 Fucking Don Draper. Yeah. Would, yeah, exactly. Why would you do that? Why would you become a sitting <laughs> member of the United States House? Yeah, seriously. Why would you not just lie, like, lie yourself into like a lesser position than the fucking house? People are going to look at you, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This spiraled greatly out of control. You should be like the sheriff of a small western town. <laughs> like, that's... Yeah. This is by Grace Ashford and Michael Gold in, uh, in the New York Times. Uh, and it starts out here. George Santos, whose election to Congress on Long Island last month, helped Republicans clinch a narrow majority in the House of Representatives, uh, build his candidacy on the notion that he was the, quote, full, embo- full embodiment of the American dream and was running to safeguard it for others. He super is if he just lied and assumed an identity. <laughs> exactly. The American dream is to just be Don Draper. Yeah, of course what the New York Times posits is that it's not the American dream to uh, just lie about everything you've ever done. Talk to libs, that's why they lose elections. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's exactly. awesome to do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his campaign biography amplified his storybook journey. He is the son of Brazilian immigrants and the first openly gay Republican to win a House seat as a non-incumbent. This is a Glenn Greenwald plant. <laughs> okay, I actually yeah, had not considered that. The, the Glenn Greenwald right is getting more popular. It's making <laughs> the left nervous. We're getting better at L memes. <laughs> uh, by his account, he catapulted himself from a New York City public college to become a, uh, quote, seasoned well, uh, Wall Street financier and investor with a family-owned real estate portfolio of 13 properties and an animal rescue charity that saved more than 2,500 cats and dogs. But a New York Times review of public documents and court filings from the United States and Brazil, as well as various attempts to verify claims that Mr. Santos, 34, made on the campaign trail, calls into question key parts of the resume that he sold to voters. His age, his name. (laughs) He's actually a totally different guy. He's from Greece. (laughs) (laughs) That wouldn't surprise me, actually. I think we can permit a little bit of Greek racism. I think I think Greeks are white. I think you can just be racist against them. Yeah, so that's fine for our podcast. Yeah, it's chilling. All right, they're marginal. Greeks are Turkish. Papa, <laughs> <laughs> Papa, Dapa, this. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Ring a ding ding. Uh, Ring a ding ding. Frank Sinatra was Greek, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't a real Italian. His family was from Albania, but they called themselves Italians. He's one of them. Yeah, it's do the right thing. Yeah. He's from like the Dalmatian Islands. They're like colonies in Croatia. Yeah, it's the part that was ceded to Croatia after the war. Uh, Citigroup and Goldman Sachs, the marquee Wall Street firms on Mr. Santos's uh, campaign biography, told the Times they had no record of his ever working there. <laughs> <laughs> Citigroup and Goldman Sachs. Uh, what a beast, dude. I worked with money. And it's like, he was like, this is, this is like a low-profile prof- enough race that I can just literally lie, like, completely out of my ass. Just no one noticed until he won. Exactly. <laughs> Incredible. It, it's amazing that the Democrats couldn't beat this guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't try Googling his name. Exactly. <laughs> I 
looking at his LinkedIn profile and discovering he's been a dishwasher at Dairy Queen. <laughs> George Santos is actually not the uh, is not his full name, and we'll get into the rest of his his name is kind of insane. But uh, let's continue on here. Officials at Baruch College, which which Mr. Santos has said he graduated from in 2010, could find no record of anyone matching his name and date of birth graduating that year. Uh, Where's awesome. Baruch College? I guess it's a community college in New York. Yeah, it, well, it's just like a local state college, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, But it's so funny to, like, lie only about going to a college of, like, that level and then yeah. still get caught. But again... Might as well have said you were a Yaley. <laughs> yeah, exactly. His, like, his thinking is like, oh, well, it's small enough, they won't ask. Probably. Yeah. And it's like... Yeah, who's going to go check <laughs> yeah, exactly. I went to Baruch College? It's so How funny. How do they spell Baruch? B-A-R-U-C-H. Uh, I hope by the end of this article, I mean, this guy's just, like, illiterate. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's no proof he can see colors. <laughs> he can't read. It's, <laughs> he's just a dog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was also little evidence that his animal rescue group, Friends of Pets United... <laughs> That's a great name, dude. That's so sick. <laughs> <laughs> Friends of Pets United <laughs> uh, was, as Mr. Santos claimed, a tax-exempt organization. The Internal Revenue Service uh, could locate no record of a registered charity with that name. Friends Sn of Pets United. <laughs> yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah, I actually donate my, all my money to charity. <laughs> charity. Um, friend, <laughs> Friends of Pets United. I'm that's a friend that. to pets. <laughs> uh, his financial disclosure forms suggest a life of some wealth. He lent his campaign more than $700,000 during the midterm election, has donated, has donated thousands of dollars to other candidates in the last two years, and reported a $750,000 salary and over $1 million in dividends from his company, the Devolder Organization. <laughs> <laughs> the Devolder that's, Organization. That's, that's from a fucking pension novel. Yeah, that's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's an arm of the Umbrella Corporation. <laughs> fucking yeah. Resident Evil. Unbelievable, the dude. The devolder. What, what do they devolve? <laughs> I think that they kind of get into it. Uh, yet the firm, which has no public website or LinkedIn page, <laughs> is something of a mystery. That's also He's fake. He's VM Varga. <laughs> He's VM Varga. Holy shit. Literally. Yeah, yeah. On a campaign website, Mr. Santos once described Devolder as his, quote, family's firm that managed $80 million in assets. On his congressional financial disclosure, he described as a, he described it as a capital introduction consulting company. <laughs> oh God, he's Epstein. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those string of words always mean something good. A type of boutique firm that serves as a liaison between investment funds and deep-pocketed investors. But Mr. Santos's disclosures disclosures did not reveal any clients. <laughs> <laughs> I managed millions of dollars a year. I get paid a million a dollar a year. To run this fund, which no one shops at <laughs> and no legally doesn't exist. No one works there. There's no website or building. Uh, he's literally an Epstein, bro. I'm sure, dude. No, th I, this is a Varga, like you said. Yeah. Uh, an, omission, an omission three election law experts said could be problematic if such clients exist. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say. Yeah. His clients are like... Eldritch spirits. <laughs> He's like promised yeah. away his eye for infinite yeah, gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can't. 
Uh, he was he was just given you know this million dollar or this eighty million and you know this position by you know some guy happens to have a modeling agency. <laughs> uh, and while Mr. Santos has described a family fortune in real estate, he has not disclosed nor could the Times find records of his properties. So <laughs> yeah, he also doesn't dude. even own any properties. Yeah, dude, like, every aspect of this man is fake. It's you won't believe how fake the not owning properties thing is. We'll get into that, but it's like this is the first like he two... legally lives in a studio apartment. <laughs> <laughs> He's homeless. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that. There's there's like five paragraphs here, and he has lied about like six things. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? There's not a senator's mansion. <laughs> <laughs> He's sleeping on Eric Adams' couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mr. Santos is eight-point victory. That's fucking crazy. In a district in northern Long Island and northeast Queens that previously favored Democrats was considered a mild upset. He had lost decisively in the same district in 2020 to Tom Suozzi, <laughs> then the Democratic incumbent, and had seemed to be too wedded to former President Donald J. Trump and his stances to flip his fortunes. Yeah, well, he just needed to wait until the avatar of Long Island and <laughs> Lee Zeldin ran. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he really won on uh, Lee's wave there. Yeah. Whatever happened to the guy who Lee Zeldin paid to pretend to try and kill him with, you know, like, cat brass knuckles. Wait, yeah. that was to Lee Zeldin? Yeah, that was to Lee Zeldin. Yeah. Yeah, uh, what did happen to that guy? Uh, he's his campaign chief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't reported on because he didn't win. You got... A, a, <laughs> according right. according to all this, you have to... Uh, you should try to find something on you it. You have to win for people to do any sort of digging. I like yeah, the idea yeah. that because uh, Zeldin ran pretty close to Hochul... The Republican Party learns a lesson that they need to run only foppish Long Island dandies from now on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just the most ridiculous people of all time. And the Democrats will continue running mix until uh, until it doesn't work. Yeah, Neo Tammany Hall. <laughs> it's one or the other. <laughs> Neo Tammany Hall or the Long yeah, Island the Fourth Reich. They forgot that choice. that's how it works. Yeah. Oh right, we need some mix in there. All right. Uh, his appearance earlier this month at a gala in Manhattan, attended by white uh, white nationalists and right wing conspiracy theorists, underscored his ties to Mr. Trump's right wing base. They're all doing the monster mash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this guy kind of. I mean, I don't know if they're trying to paint him more as like a New York uh, Doug Mastriano, but like, I mean, I mean that paragraph kind of makes him feel like it. Like, I get... Doug Mastriano was, like, a uniquely Pennsylvanian creation. I completely agree yeah, with this that. This guy's more ephemeral than Yeah, Doug yeah. Mastriano. This this guy won in an election. He wasn't, like, a man who used to be a potato until <laughs> the Republican Party <laughs> gave him sentience. Yeah. Yeah, this is a man who used to be, like, ideas and, like, you know, he was just in the air until he formed... And was like, I was the CEO of Goldman Sachs for a decade. Don't look that up. Yeah, no one cares. <laughs> His appearances earlier. Oh, at the same time, new revelations uncovered by the Times, including the omission of key information on Mr. Santos's personal financial disclosures and criminal charges for check fraud in Brazil. <laughs> He's cashing fake checks in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> have the potential to create ethical and possible uh, and possibly legal challenges once he takes office. Yeah, yeah we're gonna have a sitting congressman extradited to Brazil for <laughs> bouncing a check. <laughs> he didn't even bounce a check though. I think he wrote somebody else's name. 
Maybe maybe his one of his fame. aliases. Yeah, one of his aliases. <laughs> yeah, writing yourself a check for one million dollars <laughs> from like the president. Oh, that's a good idea. Why would they check? Yeah. <laughs> no one checks anything. And apparently they didn't because <laughs> what he did was illegal. That means he got away with something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that means he did it. Yeah, he pulled it off. <laughs> Mr. Santos did not respond to repeated requests from the Times that he furnish either documents or a resume with dates <laughs> that would help to substantiate the claims he made on the campaign trail. So he doesn't say when he was at any of these things either. Uh, he also declined to be interviewed, and neither his lawyer nor Big Dog Strategies. <laughs> <laughs> Every fucking... It's like twice a paragraph of this shit. Neither his lawyer nor Big Dog Strategies, a Republican-oriented political consulting group that handles crisis management, responded to a detailed list of questions. Uh, this is the Roy Moore defense squad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. Yeah. Big Dog Strategies is who Republicans handle for, like, uh, you know, Hail Caesar-style crisis management. Yeah, yeah. It's their Eddie Mannix. Yeah, exactly. Mr. Clean from, uh... <laughs> yeah. Uh, the lawyer Joe Murray said in a short statement that it was, quote, No surprise that Congressman-elect Santos has enemies at the New York Times who are attempting to smear his good name with these defamatory allegations. There's no evidence this man exists. <laughs> He's fake. We can't find his birth certificate. He doesn't have a social security number. <laughs> Attempting to smear one of his many good names. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, so now we move on to another uh, section of this article. A criminal case in Brazil is what it's titled. <laughs> Sick. Yeah. You want one of those? Yeah, no, absolutely. Mr. Santos has said he was born in Queens to parents who emigrated from Brazil and was raised in the borough. His father, he has said, is Catholic and has his roots in Angola. His mother, Fatima Devolder, was descended from migrants who fled Jewish persecution in Ukraine and World War II strife in Belgium. Mr. Santos has described himself, I don't know why they add this part, as a non-observant Jew, but has also said he is Catholic. I guess that's why they <laughs> add that. Parents had a complicated life. They're... They emigrated from Brazil, but they had just moved there from, from Angola and Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah, they couldn't catch a fucking break. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now their son's a fucking Catholic? Are you kidding me? Uh, records show that Mr. Santos's mother, who died in 2016, lived for a time in the Brazilian city of... I can't... Matt, pronounce this one for me. I think it's Niteroy. Yeah, we'll go with uh, Niteroy. We'll go with Niteroy. Niteroy. I honestly, like, I can't do Portuguese. Like, it's hard. Portuguese is weird, a Rio suburb where she was employed as a nurse. After Mr. Santos obtained a high school equivalency diploma, he apparently also spent some time there. In 2008, when Mr. Santos was 19, he stole the checkbook of a man his mother was caring for, according to Brazilian court records uncovered by the Times. This is like, this is like what you would get bludgeoned to death for in a Russian novel. <laughs> It's called The Fruits of Our Labor. It's 400 pages long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, police and court records show that Mr. Santos used the checkbook to make fraudulent purchases, including a pair of shoes. <laughs> Two years later, Mr. Santos confessed to, the cr confessed to the crime and was later charged. So he's doing crimes in Brazil and he's winning office in the United States. Yes. Well, he's 34 now, right? This is when he was 19. It's the he could be the hierarchy. president in a year. If you, yeah. do, if you do crimes in the United States, then flee to Brazil, like, shit, that will suck for you. Yeah. But if you do it the other way around, right, like right. you're probably fine. Right, 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 right. And the United States isn't going to be like... Yeah, an old guy versus a sitting member of the United States House. Yeah, exactly. On an assumed identity. 
the court and local prosecutor in Brazil confirmed the case remains unresolved. Mr. Santos did not respond to an official summons, and a court representative could not find him in his given address, record show. So he just fled the country he immediately. Just left immediately, yeah. Uh, that period in Brazil overlapped with when Mr. Santos said he was attending Baruch College, where he said uh, he was awarded a bachelor's degree in economics and finance. <laughs> when he said he was attending college... <clears throat> He was really stealing pocketbooks in Brazil. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, it's kind of making me think the guy's pretty cool. Uh, let me be clear. I said I went to the school of hard knocks. <laughs> He's a hustler. Yeah. A biography of Mr. Santos on the website of the National Republican uh, Congressional Committee, which is the House Republican's campaign arm, also includes a stint at New York University. The claim is not repeated elsewhere, and an NYU spokesperson found no attendance records matching his name and birth date. And that sucks, because you can just buy those records. Yeah, NYU yeah, yeah. is fake. Exactly. He was like, yeah, I'll do it on the cheap. <laughs> Dude. That's just another it, thing. Th- this shows they probably maybe didn't expect this guy to win, really. If mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know who he was They didn't do a against. better job faking these records. Yeah, right, right, right. They're like, no one's going to look at this. <laughs> uh, after, he's, after he said he graduated from college, Mr. Santos began working at Citigroup, eventually becoming, quote, an associate asset manager in the company's real estate division, according to a version of his biography that was on his campaign site as recently as April. A spokesperson for Citigroup, Danielle Romero Apsalos, said the company could not confirm Mr. Santos' employment. She also said she was unfamiliar with Mr. Santos' self-described job title and noted that Citi had sold off its asset management operations in 2005. He doesn't care at all about what what he's saying. No. He's not even remembering the last thing he said. No, things this, he said. This this is the new Republican congressman. Absolutely, this guy's going to be the president. Absolutely, this guy's winning re-election. It's a new style of guy. We're going to see more fake guys in the next <laughs> election. Yeah, <laughs> conmen, snake oil salesmen, yeah, yeah. things like that. A previous campaign biography of Mr. Santos indicates that he left City to work at a turkey-based hospitality technology company, (laughs) (laughs) Met Global, and other profiles uh, mention a brief role at Goldman Sachs. Met Global executives could not be reached for comment. Abby Collins, a spokeswoman at Goldman Goldman Sachs, said she could not locate any records of Mr. Santos having worked at the company. Now, uh, either this guy is like... Just a just a beast at lying. Well, I guess he's really bad at lying, but really likes to do it. Or he's just a CIA agent. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> like, he just, they have just paved the way for him, and it, he's like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying anything I want. Attempts to find co-workers who could confirm his employment were unsuccessful, in part because Mr. Santos has not provided specific dates for his time at these companies. Now, I'll, I'll reason with him on this one. When you're having to do that on a resume, it sucks dick. I, I make up those dates. Yeah, yeah you got to make up those dates. Uh, he has also asserted that his professional life had intersected with tragedy. He said in an inter- interview on WNYC that his company, which he did not identify, and this is insane, lost four employees at the Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando in June 2016. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Wait, he's not lying about that, is he? I think he probably is. Oh, my fucking God. But a Times review of news coverage and obituaries found that none of the 49 victims appear to have worked at the various firms named in his biography. 
Well, they'd lost four employees. They just quit that day. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. From his illegal fake company. <laughs> <laughs> really beautiful stuff here. Well, yeah, shout out to the future of the Republican Party. This guy rules. I hope we see more of him and his guy. Oh, this isn't over. Oh. Yeah, this is this is only beginning. Now we're going to get into his property, his property uh, issues. Oh, beautiful, please. <laughs> After this, one, this section of the article is titled, After Two Evictions, A Reversal of Fortunes. <laughs> he gets to live in Cuomo's you know, living room. He should run for governor with Andrew as his lieutenant. <laughs> I bet he will. Uh, as he was purportedly climbing the corporate ranks, Mr. Santos claimed to have founded Friends of Pets United, which he, <laughs> which he ran for five years beginning in 2013. As a candidate, he cited the group as proof of a history of philanthropic work. Though remnants of the group and its efforts could be found on Facebook, the IRS was not able to find any record showing that the group held the tax-exempt status that Mr. Santos claimed. Neither, ne the, neither the New York nor New Jersey Attorney General's offices could find records of Friends of Pets uh, United having been registered as a charity. It was, it was just like a Facebook page, and you <laughs> shared people's like, oh, help my dog have surgery. Thing. Yeah, I like that it sounds like a union or For, something. It's, it's a Maoist organization. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Friends of Pets United held at least one fundraiser with a New Jersey animal rescue group in 2017. The invitation promised drinks, donated raffle items, and a live band. I mean, <laughs> think about how many you'd have if you armed every friend of pets. <laughs> that would be a people's army. Easily, yeah. Uh, Mr. Santos charged $50 for entry to this, to this uh, fundraiser, according to an online fundraising page that promoted the event. Yeah, Gary Busey was there. <laughs> but the... <laughs> <laughs> but the event's beneficiary, who asked for anonymity for fear of retribution, said that she never received any of the funds. <laughs> With Mr. Santos only offering repeated excuses for not forwarding the money. That's so funny. Why is this woman uh, in fear of retribution? <laughs> Sorry, the I can't forward... The Republican I, Party's gonna get her. Yeah, or the CIA. <laughs> Sorry, I can't forward the money. My accounts have been frozen by enemies of pets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, enemies of pets yeah. united. Yeah. The enemies of pets axis. <laughs> <laughs> During that same time period, Mr. Santos was also facing apparent financial difficulties. In November 2015, a landlord in the Whitestone neighborhood of Queens filed an eviction suit in the housing court uh, accusing Mr. Santos of owing $2,250 in unpaid rent. Yeah, you shouldn't pay your rent. That's cool. Yeah, I was going to say, this is actually critical support praxis, for this. Praxis, yeah. Yeah, praxis. <laughs> this guy was not legally a resident of New York when he became a House member, but he was squatting. <laughs> <laughs> so is Eric Adams, right? Yeah, squatters, yeah. squatters' rights. Yeah. Eric Adams was doing the coolest thing you can do, uh, technically live on your son's couch. <laughs> We all have to do it every once in a while. Yeah, and he doesn't have to get a real house because he gets to live in the governor house or the mayor house now. All of us, we have sons. We yeah. live on their couches. Yeah, all of our sons run Goldman Sachs together. <laughs> They're three brother DJs. 
they don't run Goldman Sachs. They just tell people they do. And they yeah. Them. <laughs> yeah. You should senators. be senators. <laughs> you should be able to as a as like a like a someone in your twenties like adopt like a neat like forty five year old <laughs> who like has their own apartment and you're like this is my son. The landlord, boo, right? right. Boo, fuck him. The landlord, Maria Tolumba, said in an interview that Mr. Santos had been a, quote, nice guy and a respectful tenant, but she said that he had financial problems that led to the eviction case, declining to elaborate further. The judge ruled in favor of Miss Tolumba. Yeah, judges love to do that. Judges love doing that, yeah. Yeah, the the friend of pets militias (laughs) take care of the landlords. Yeah, Friends of Pets United's first mission to kill all the sparrows in New York City. (laughs) (laughs) That's an enemy of pets. Uh, They distract your pet. In May 2017, Mr. Santos faced another eviction case from a rent-stabilized apartment in Sunnyside, Queens. Mr. Santos' landlord accused him of owing more than $10,000 in rent, stretching over five months, and said in court records that one of his tenants' checks had bounced. A warrant of eviction was issued, and Mr. Santos was fined $12,000 in a civil judgment. Again, I'm going to have to say it. Parasites, scum of the earth. Yeah, fuck Parasites. Burn, die, <laughs> fuck you, get a real job, yeah. go fucking work for the TSA or something. So, 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 all right, so he's got all that under his belt. By early 2021, Mr. Santos was becoming vocal on housing issues, but not from a tenant perspective. <laughs> During New York's pandemic-era eviction moratorium, Mr. Santos said on Twitter that he was a landlord affected by the freeze. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's so awesome. Such a He's beast, a dude. Cock. He's like living in a box. Yeah. Hello, I am a landlord. <laughs> Quote, Will we landlord? Will we landlords ever be able to take back possession of our property? He wrote. I really appreciate the dedication to that. He's on his grind. He's like, I'm a, I'm a real estate manager. I own yeah. many properties. Yeah. Mr. Santos said that he and his family had not been paid rent on their 13 properties in nearly a year, <laughs> adding that he had offered rental assistance to some tenants, but found that some were, quote, flat out taking advantage of the situation. The guy's just renting to, like, the Gambino crime family. <laughs> yeah, he technically yeah, yeah. owns all the strip clubs and, like, meat packing yeah, no. buildings. But Mr. Santos has not listed properties <laughs> in New York on required financial disclosure forms for either of his campaigns. What's his other campaign? Oh, right. He lost the campaign. Yeah, yeah. He lost the campaign for the same seat beforehand. (laughs) The only real estate that he mentioned was an apartment in Rio de Janeiro. Property records uh, databases in New York City and Nassau County did not show any documents or deeds associated with him, immediate family members, or the DeVolder organization. There's just He doesn't even (laughs) legally live in this country. Absolutely not. (laughs) I am 100% certain his name is not George Santos. He's legally a Brazilian and in jail. <laughs> he's like he's like Lydia Tar. He's gonna and <laughs> this he's it's the, after this round of trouble he's gonna have to go home yeah. and his his Long Island ass brother is gonna be like <laughs> Ma said you come home after you got in trouble again. Uh, it is unclear what might have led to Mister Santos's apparent reversal in fortunes. By the time he launched his first run for the house in November 2019, Mr. Santos was working in business development uh, development at a company called Linkbridge Investors <laughs> that says it conne- that says it connects investors with fund managers. More just uh, mumbo jumbo bullshit words. 
fake money on computer screens. We got we got to start companies, guys. <laughs> if I'm yeah. taking one thing away from this article, let's link investors. <laughs> yeah, we got to link investors. Let's build. Let's build investment company. No, well, I mean, it's all about linking the investors and charging them. <laughs> Bridging the divide. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Santos eventually became a vice president there, according to a company document, and a May 2020 campaign disclosure from where he declared earnings of $55,000 in salary, commission, and bonuses. That's it? It's like how much you get paid as, like, a manager at AutoZone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the idea behind linking investors so they can invest in something bigger together, or is it all a trick? So, like, don't you need to link investors with people that need investment? Uh, yeah, I think it's really so they can link and build. You gotta link and build. You're it's right. a professional middleman company. They're like, yo, we know yeah. the best thing you can give money to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> Over the next two years, Mr. Santos bounced between several ill-fated ventures. As he ran for Congress, he moved from Linkbridge to take on a new role as a regional director of Harbor City Capital, a Florida-based investment company. This is another. I, I invest all my money in Florida Stock Exchange-based company, <laughs> dude. Making all my money off the Tampa Stock Exchange. <laughs> Wait until you, dude. Harbor City, which attracted investors with YouTube videos and guarantees of double-digit returns, soon garnered attention from the SEC, which filed a lawsuit accusing the company and its founder of running a $17 million Ponzi scheme. <laughs> yeah, the Florida Stock Exchange is just all of the different yeah. uh, shit you can sell out of your garage. <laughs> so, uh, right before this, he was... I mean, and this is after 2020 so this is within the last at least the last two years uh he was a regional director of a ponzi scheme uh two weeks later a handful of former harbor city executives formed a company called red strategies usa as reported by the daily beast corporate filings listed the devolder organization as a partial owner even though the papers uh to register devolder would not be filed for another week (laughs) (laughs) the devolder organization which does not exist literally some of this yeah yeah that's awesome red strategies was short-lived if you if you could believe it federal campaign records show it did political consulting work for at least one politician tina forte who is that uh, the, you know how they run like fifty people against AOC every two years. Oh, that's right. A Republican who unsuccessfully challenged Representative AOC. They don't say Representative AOC, but I'm not reading her a long ass name. In November, before it was dissolved in September, for failing to file an annual report. <laughs> Very nice. These guys are awesome. The Devolder organization seems to have flourished as Mr. Santos ran for office. According to his disclosures, his work there owned, uh, earned him a salary of seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. By the time it, uh, by the time it too was dissolved, <laughs> it's also gone. That also, yeah. also for failing to file an annual report. This guy just hates paperwork. How can you blame him? Bureaucracy—it's the death of everything. Exactly. Mr. Santos reported that it was worth more than a million dollars. He's big on doing that. Yeah. He's like, this is worth at least a million dollars. That's like one of his lines. Yeah, I probably spent a million dollars. Probably about a million dollars. I don't know. <laughs> this this check to me worth about a million dollars. Yeah, I'm I married her. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not gay, Howard. <laughs> it's very. Yeah, no, cute. I'm married. Very, I get pussy. 
it, it, he, he's it's like it's like he's like a he's like a little kid or something he's like a million dollars like this big amount of money he just keeps doing it i like to think his 80 million dollars in real estate he 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 did his million dollar check thing 80 times yeah, he went right, to 80 different right, banks right uh all right so this is the last section of the article folks a november win raises new questions there's there's a lot of questions already. Let's see what the new questions are. I know. How did they have questions before he won? According to the times. Well, that's the thing. You don't have to ask questions before they win because they're not in power yet. <laughs> right, right. You don't need to ask the questions until you vote them in. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Santos announced his intent to make a second run at Congress almost immediately after the end of his first. It's a classic move. He figured it out. It's always election time in America. Uh, yeah, absolutely. He figured to again be an underdog in the district, which largely favored President Biden in 2020. But things began to swing in his favor. Republicans in Nassau performed well in local elections in 2021. Mr. Suozzi, Su- Suzy, Mr. Suzy, that's a Suzy Sue, yeah. <laughs> Suzy opted to not run for re-election in 2022. Instead, launching an unsuccessful bid for governor. Uh, those are my favorite <laughs> Maverick House seat members who are like, I got it this time. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, I'm sure he, as the incumbent, would have sailed to victory over this guy, too. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking, uh, what's it called? Joe Kennedy against Ed Markey. Right, right, exactly, yeah. Noted progressive warrior, Ed Markey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and with high turnout expected in a midterm election that also featured a governor's race, Mr. Santos's race became more competitive, and his campaign stance became more tempered. So it's like, I guess he started lying a little bit less. Yeah, yeah, he was like, oh, I could actually win this thing. <laughs> yeah. Better calm down a little bit. <laughs> I don't know if he did calm down, though. During his first campaign, Mr. Santos, an adherent of Mr. Trump, opposed mask mandates and abortion access, and defended law enforcement against what he called the, quote, made-up concept of police brutality. He was a Republican's Republican. The made-up concept. That was a quote there. Pretty good. I don't think I like this guy. I don't think I do either, pal. Well, he doesn't have my vote. (laughs) But during his second campaign, older posts on Twitter were suddenly deleted, including his claims of election fraud that he said cost Mr. Trump the election in 2020. Interesting. Makes you think like a party memo went around or something. Yeah, this is when he starts actually getting groomed to maybe win a seat. They're like, all right, all right, let's delete some of these. Yeah, yeah. I guess they didn't. They didn't. They just believed him about all the, all the shitties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. When he was trying to differentiate himself in a Republican primary, it made yeah. sense. But now that he's like a presumed front runner to actually win, it was like, all right. Yeah. Republicans looked at that guy. They were like, he's probably Cuban. Yeah, we could win with. Yeah, him. you got to be a New York Republican. Yeah, yeah. Which mostly means thinking Andrew Cuomo was a horrible, horrible, evil man, but what <laughs> they did to him was not fair. <laughs> So he he, uh, purged his tweets talking about uh, election fraud. But then in March 2021, he resurfaced the claim, writing on Twitter in a a since-deleted post, quote, My new campaign team has four former loyal Trump staffers that pushed him over the finish line twice. Yes, I said twice. I gotta say... You're going to need better staffers if they fucked it up the second time, man, no matter what your positing is. Dude, if those people couldn't get fucking Trump elected... And also, are these New York Republicans? 
Uh, probably. Can Why you imagine would... a group of people that had less to do with getting Trump elected? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just don't see Trump, uh, you know, interacting with anyone outside of New York or Florida. Isn't he like, you know, persona non grata in New York? Trump. So they say, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Everybody does flip off the the uh, the Trump building when they everyone walk by. Everyone's like, yo, I don't want to see him on the streets of New York. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> like, yo, I fuck with Anna Wintour. <laughs> I die for Anna Wintour. Absolutely. That's how everyone in New York feels. <laughs> well, there's actually a Graydon Carter Anna Wintour divide. You know, you can't support them both, but. You know, yeah, armed gangs are shooting each other over this yeah. every day. That's what all the increased violence in New York they talk about on the news is. It is, yeah. It's all, it's like a lesser evil thing between uh, Graydon Carter and anyone tour. No, exactly. There's a paramilitary war happening between <laughs> the greater fashion houses. <laughs> the the Graydon Carter black hats. Yeah, yeah. The Vogue Condé Nast gang yeah, war yeah. has yeah, gotten terrible uh and Teen well, vogue but it's their child army <laughs> <laughs> the time person of the year is joseph coney's army yeah and while he previously boasted that he attended the january 6th rally but he has said not the riot so he went to the thing beforehand he says in support of mr trump and i only pre-game <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Like I they knew I did not inhale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have tickets. Yeah. <laughs> he has since ducked questions about his attendance and a prior claim that he had written, quote, a nice check for a law firm to assist some rioters with their legal bills. Again, praxis. Yeah, yeah. Guy's making a material difference here. <laughs> Mr. Gantez's approved circumstances are evident on the official financial disclosure form he filed in September with the House of Representatives, though the document still leaves questions about his finances. I gotta assume he just completely lied about how much money he has. Who knows how now, much money Now, Mr. Santos, you wrote down here you have $5. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is a ghost. He doesn't want to get taxed. It is it, it, that's really weird, Matt. That's exactly what I said when I was reading it to myself this morning. Yeah, he's like he's just like completely like he doesn't exist. He's like vapor. Yeah, yeah. I bet he vapes. He's got a vape. Uh in the disclosure, Mr. Santos said he was the Devolder organization's sole owner and managing member. <laughs> What if we at the beginning of this article it was his like family's like trust fund? Yeah, yeah. That turns out it was founded uh, that this existed year. literally <laughs> for one year. <laughs> what if we created him by vaping? Yeah, yeah, maybe. What if he's? What if he's, <laughs> he's the yeah, yeah there's dumb vape by... commercials where like a Technicolor <laughs> monster he's spawns, the monster, yeah. and they're like, "This is what it's doing to your lungs." Yeah. You've, you've <laughs> created a candidate. Yeah. He reported that the company, which is based in New York, but was registered in Florida, paid him a $750,000 salary. He also... See, this is the thing. He said that the company... Okay. He also earned dividends from DeVolder, totaling somewhere between $1 million and $5 million, even though DeVolder's estimated value was listed in the same range. So he said that it, his shit was worth $1 million, and that it also paid him $750,000. On top of another $5 million. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, he's got that Nazi gold slush fund. That's so cool. He just smells so much like a spook to me. Yeah. The DeVolder is such a spook name. The DeVolder organization? Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, the DeVolder organization has no public-facing assets or other property that the Times could locate. Mr. S it's all on Little St. James. It's all in Krugerrand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all run on a boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Mr. Santos's disclosure form did not provide information about clients that would have contributed to such a haul, a seeming violation of the requirement to disclose any compensation in excess of $5,000 from a single <laughs> I respect the shit out of this guy, man. So awesome. Yeah, I know, I'm just not... Uh, the IRS thing can suck my cocker balls. Uh, yeah, they got Al Capone, but they're never going to get this guy who's going yeah. to be governing in exile from a <laughs> yeah, boat. Yeah. He's being chased by, like, the Knights of Malta or something. It's yeah. Just... I would love if on partisan lines it's literally impossible to impeach anyone ever. So this guy, like, has to go to jail, but he can govern in exile and, like, call in from the <laughs> sea. <laughs> yeah, the other inmates are, like, yelling at him to get off the phone. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> voting. He's trying to filibuster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... Is it hard if I roll a joint right now? You guys want to talk? Roll a joint. Uh, let's, let's you want spit. me to read? I know how to do that. Danny's hey. been teaching us how to read. Joey's yeah, recently, folks, it. Danny has taught me how to read. Yeah. So watch as I stumble no. over my words trying to read something. Yeah, no, Joe, he was really good with his vowels. I was really proud of him, the yeah. way that he was. He had those vowels down. I'm a nunci. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, you, 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 you read, I'm going to roll a joint. All right, folks. So, Kedrick Payne, the vice president Kedrick of the... Kedrick Payne. Kedrick Payne. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking, it's like, Game of Thrones character. Yeah, yeah, Game yeah. of Thrones character uh, slash lead uh, DJ of House of Pain. <laughs> the vice president of the Watchdog Campaign Legal Center. Okay. What Watch a shitty name. Campaign Legal Center. Watchdog. And a former deputy chief counsel for the Office of Congressional <laughs> Ethics. Ain't that a joke, folks? How about these clowns in Congress, folks? Ooh. Was one of the three election law experts consulted by the Times who took issue oh, okay. with the lack of detail. So this is a New York Times expert. It, this is a guy who said this was bad. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Someone they contacted to ask if this was good or not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Professional narc said this should not happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This report raises red flags because no clients are reported for a multi-million dollar client services company. <laughs> <laughs> Does uh, that raise some red flags? So beast. Wait, Avatar? Yeah. Tomorrow? Yes. Yes. Do I have anything to do tomorrow? I yes. I am off tomorrow. In fact. Yes. I need to go fucking Christmas shopping. Ding, ding, ding. I kind of have to, too, if you want to go. If you Yo, do that. boys, let's go Christmas shopping yeah. after I'm off work. Yeah. Wonderful. What time are you off work? 2.15. Easy. We should go to Avatar like at like nighttime, maybe. Six. Uh, it is three hours. 6 p.m.? 6 p.m. sounds right for a three-hour yeah, yeah. movie. Yep. Good time. Let's do it. Someone said oh, you have to do it in IMAX. Yes. Oh, I've yes. heard that, yeah. Yes, I saw the first one in IMAX. Ignore Danny, he's gay. Ah! Hold on, hold on. Danny, IMAX is so sick. Alright. I've seen shit in IMAX. It makes me sick. Have you seen Avatar in IMAX? Yeah, Zoe hates IMAX, though. It's too big. I want to see the whole screen. You can see the whole screen. Look if around. You look, you're I in. See the whole screen. You look around. You're in Pandora, bro. <laughs> you're there. Yeah. Right. You're flying on the banshees. <laughs> you're you're climbing over the banshees. You're blue. Okay. You're fucking with Look, your hair. We're going to be talking all about banshees and blue people tomorrow, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cannot wait to see uh, James Cameron's next rendition of 9-11. <laughs>
There's going to be just like a direct, but, com- like a direct scene that is the highway of death in right. this movie. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. and they're gonna do it to like whales yeah, or something. Yeah. That's the thing. It's in the ocean. I'm like, do they do Pearl Harbor and it's good? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be cool. All right. Uh, Isn't is the third Avatar really called like the Seed of Being or whatever? I've not seen that. No idea. We'll know eventually. Mr. Payne said, adding. The congressman-elect should explain what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) He should. He should mention it. (laughs) I like that they had to get an expert to say that. What is going on? What is going on? (laughs) A client services company with no clients and millions of dollars in (laughs) revenue, all of which seems to be being paid to the CEO. To the one guy. Between one and five million dollars in revenue. Between one and five million dollars in stock payments. (laughs) Right, right. The Times attempted to interview Mr. Santos at the address where he is registered to vote. (laughs) (laughs) And that was associated with a campaign donation he made in October. But a person at that address said on Sunday that she was not familiar with him. (laughs) (laughs) Holy fucking shit. He's not even renting the house he's lying about living in. (laughs) This guy is a... This guy's a goddamn role model. He's like, you know what? You can lie about literally every single little aspect of your life. Yeah. Who fucking sent him? Yeah, this is so right. I'm this telling you, so Langley. Awesome. This is like, this is the last Soviet spy just making <laughs> one big show of it. Material omissions or misrepresentations on personal financial disclosures are considered a federal crime under the False Statements Act. Which <laughs> the carries- False Statements Act. <laughs> Great job, government. Good Dude, name. Dude, where's him. Elon Musk on that one? Whoa! Am I right? Whoa! Thank you. Uh, which carries a maximum penalty of $250,000 and five years in prison. But the bar for those cases is high, given that the statute requires violations to be knowing and willful. Are you Th- kidding This guy's me? lied about every... <laughs> How is he not knowing and willful? <laughs> <laughs> he believes it. He believes all these things, so you cannot charge him. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> no one he gets can to prove... keep being a house member. Yeah. No one can prove you lied on purpose. Remember yeah. that. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing about France, right? You're allowed to lie. If yeah. you're good enough at it, you can get away with whatever And that's you a much more reasonable way to run your legal system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the prosecution in America is allowed to lie. Yeah, you're just playing uh, hot potato, say the wrong word, and you go in the box forever. (laughs) The House of Representatives has several internal mechanisms for investigating ethics violations. Yeah, sure, buddy. Oh, I'm sure they do. Issuing civil or administrative penalties when it does yeah okay uh those bodies tend to act largely in egregious cases particularly if the behavior took place before the member was inaugurated sounds like it's it's pretty textbook shit what this guy did here yeah yeah (laughs) he's like you know what if they are only doing this exceptionally i'm gonna be that exception republicans have like plus one in the house they're never gonna fucking oh yeah yeah no chance duh He was run- He knew it was a red wave. Yeah, he knew exactly. He could lie. Exactly. My pillow guy, or whoever becomes the new <laughs> House Minority Leader, or Majority Leader, <laughs> rather. Campaign disclosures show that Mr. Santos lived large as a candidate, buying shirts <laughs> for his staff from Brooks Brothers, <laughs> and charging the campaign for meals at the restaurant inside Bergdorf Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. This guy was created by Donald Trump specifically exactly. in a bat. Exactly. See, yeah, okay. This guy, honestly, this guy is more of an heir to Donald Trump than anybody we've seen before. Yeah. Yeah, this is one of the guys who drives uh, 
Range Rovers in the Hamptons who wanted to kill me and Matt <laughs> yeah. on the street. Like this is this this is the kind of guy who I would never put above, uh, you know, burying his dead wife in his in his golf course to to change his tax status. He that has would... multiple dead wives from yeah. multiple aliens. Yeah, he's just fucking. He's just Patrick Bateman. Yeah, like uh, he's so fucking cool. This guy rocks. Uh, yeah, Democrats, you need to learn how to run your own. Uh, Psychos, yeah, fucking seriously. sleeper agent, yeah, you know, yeah whatever yeah. he is. Mr. Santos also spent a considerable amount of money traveling, charging his campaign roughly forty thousand dollars in flights to places that included California, Texas, and Florida—all places you need to go to run for a house district in New York. <laughs> all told, Mr. Santos spent more than seventeen thousand dollars in Florida, mostly on restaurants and hotels, including at least one evening at Breakers, a five-star hotel and resort in Palm Beach. Three miles up the road from Mar-a-Lago, Mr. Trump's private oh. club and residence. Ending on that, that he wouldn't stay yeah. at Mar-a-Lago, he stayed at the nicer resort a couple blocks away. I'll stay at the actual hotel, thank yeah. you. And it's, I do think it's really funny that they decided to end it on that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, just, just to be clear here, folks... That is the New York Times. <laughs> That's the New York Times. Welcome to uh, welcome to Boomer Death Squad reading a real yeah. article. Yeah, our, our paying $4 a month for the New York Times era. Yeah. Ex- expect a lot of uh, New York Times articles this month. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's Monday night, so there's potentially a Chapo coming out tonight. If it, it could covers be this article. This article uh, we're so we're getting owned. ahead of this. We're getting <laughs> ahead of it right now. We did it before them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it is. That's it. I'll have it out it is tomorrow nine, morning. It is yeah. 9.57 on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't have said that out loud. Now Danny's not going to sleep tonight <laughs> in pursuit of finishing yeah. this. Yep, uh, you're absolutely correct. He's listening to Highway to the Danger Zone on repeat. <laughs> yeah. No, but you know what we act, what we truly are ending with is the the 76ers theme song. One, two, three, four, five, Sixers. Let's go Sixers. Let's go Philadelphia. 76ers. 76ers. Thank you for listening to Boomer Death Squad. You can follow us on Twitter at Boomer Death Squad. (laughs) He's making the wave right now. I have a Discord link in the bio. I feel like we're at freaking, you know, the the freaking stadium. I I feel like we're freaking at the sports place, bro. All the water on the floor because I melted all that ice out of my freezer. (laughs) You can follow us on Twitter at Boomer Death Pod. I've been Joe. I've been Danny. I've been Matt. Bye-bye. See ya. Toodles. <laughs> <laughs>